morning, good morning. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Uh, Friday, Friday the 14th of May. There you go. We've made it to the end of the week. Good to uh, good to have that feeling as always. Nice uh, nice day, Friday. So while everyone's jumping on, uh, I'll quickly do the intros as I always do. Jason Witten's my name if you haven't met me before. Been uh, property investing over 20 years. Coaching property investors across Australia and New Zealand, uh, over 18. We've done a few things. We've done a few deals. And along the way, we've learned a few things. And each day, get to uh, catch up with a few cool people uh, on a quick chat. We call them Wealth Coffee Chats in the morning, just to talk about property investing, making sure we're able to go the distance. Because I say this all the time, this is one of my catch cries. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. And if you want to be a property investor, it's about owning buying good properties and owning them forever, okay, forever. That's the plan. That's the plan, gang. The plan, we want to make sure we own these properties when, you know, when we're ready to retire. Good morning, Arnie. Great to have you here. Thanks for joining. For those who are coming back, the regulars, uh, welcome back. Good to have you guys also. And... um, Always nice to uh, hang out in the morning and kick the day off with uh, with some friends and some fanatics just like me when it comes to uh, property investing. So I hope you're all awesome and well for a great Friday, Friday. But um, today I wanted to talk to you guys about, uh, and maybe, you know, Fridays are my little sort of rant day, um, a little sort of freestyle day when it comes to the world of where you get your info from and how do you make your decisions. Ah, there you go, Jeff, on holidays, that's awesome. That's good you can dial in on holidays, mate, fantastic. There you go, Jimmy, happy Friday to you, man. Um, yeah, because listen, you know, we as we go along in this thing we're doing, building our property portfolios, you know, making decisions, many of us, once you're past three properties, gang, once you're past three properties, you are in, um, you know, in a percentage of Australians, 1% of Australians own three or more investment properties, 1%. And if you get to four or five properties, four or five properties, that percentage gets down to, you know, a tenth of a percent, uh, under a tenth of a percent when it comes to five or more investment properties. And, you know, the reality is for all of us, morning, Alison, reality is for all of us, you're not going to get there, uh, you know, um, oh, good to see James, good to see you flying in for the live. You know, the reality is you're not going to get there, you know, those five or six properties that we want, um, listening to and reacting to uh, random information, random opinions uh, from unqualified sources um, or even uh, this is it's an important one for me. I, I always say this all the time. Uh, they don't. They might be qualified, but they're not sources that are invested in your strategy and in your personal outcome. Okay. So let me explain this stuff this morning. There's two questions I want you to be able to use as a property investor. Uh, and mate, you know maybe it's even more than property investing, but let's just start there. Um, when you're analyzing and listening to information and making decisions 
with knowledge and stuff that's out there in the marketplace, you know, being bombarded with this stuff every day. Two questions we need to be able to use wisely and well um, as we go forward. And those two questions are, uh, compared to what and according to who? Okay, compared to what and according to who? Let me give you, uh, let me give you an example um, of what I might mean. So uh, often I get the, I, these questions from beginners in real estate and they say, oh, what do you think about this house in Ipswich? Should I buy it? Um, and uh, that's a you know, random isolated question. That is when you should be going, uh, is it any good compared to what? Compared to uh, a house in Brisbane, compared to a house in Adelaide, compared to a house in Perth, compared to a house compared to, compared to. Because as property investors, we need to understand how to analyze the things that we buy compared to the share market, compared to uh, investing in cryptocurrency, compared to, compared to. And, you know, for all of us, we need to learn the, the process of thinking and making decisions based on our understandings of other things when we're investing in real estate. So compared to what? Should I buy this house in Ipswich? Uh, it also then goes to often, well, what are you trying to achieve? Okay, and the goals and the outcomes that you want. I wanna buy the property in Ipswich because everyone's buying one and it was cheap and I thought I could afford it. Um, that is a, a very bad way to approach investing. Uh, it's cheap, I thought I could afford it, I'm just gonna try it out, I thought I'd buy a cheap one. Uh, everyone's buying one, so I thought I should buy one. None of those are valid or any good reasons to buy real estate or become a property investor. Um, you know, for me and you as a property investor, you should have a strategy or a plan. Uh, I wanna buy this house in Ipswich because it is part of my 10 year plan to accumulate eight investment properties over the next 10 years and have them paid off to at least a 50% LVR. Okay, great plan. Ipswich, all right, let's have a look at this compared to what? You buy this property in Ipswich, I thought I could buy it in Ipswich because that's all I could afford. Well, what's your budget? Uh, $500,000. Well, have you looked around at other places? Well, you could buy a really good two-bedroom apartment close to the city in Brisbane compared to a house 50 kilometers from Brisbane. You know, let's compare that. All right, well, what do you want from the property? Uh, well, you know, I've got 400 grand of equity and I don't need to recycle my deposits very quickly. That's perfectly fine. Or I've got 80 grand of equity. That is my deposit. That's it. Um, and I need that deposit to be recycled to come back to me so I can continue to move forward as an investor. You've got two different ideas and two different things you want from the property. Now we're talking, now we're going, I wanna buy a property because I've only got a small amount of deposit. I wanna buy this property for it um, to have the most uh, chances possible to grow in value to give me my deposit back so I can buy another one, right, okay? Okay, well now we're talking, now we understand why we wanna buy the property and I wouldn't be buying it at Ipswich, okay, um, as we roll. Okay, so compared to what? Well, compared to 
um, compared to Bitcoin, compared to the stock market, okay? All right, let's go through that. Compared to what? So you want to buy a property. Should I buy a house or should I buy some Bitcoin or should I buy some shares? Well, what are you looking to achieve? Okay, I want to get, uh, you know, some wealth into the future. Uh, how uh, how um, easy would it be for you to recover from uh, your equity or your deposit, uh, 80 grand, 50 grand, 100 grand, let's say you put 50 grand into the stock market or 50 grand into Bitcoin or alternative coins or whatever it is, uh, could you recover from that really quickly? Could you lose that money uh, and you still be okay? Okay, could you halve that money and could you still be able to buy a property? Um, These are good questions, uh, you know, compared to what? Because the volatility, the up and the down of the stock market um, compared to the up and the down of real estate is, is poles apart, like very, very fast and um, very, very slow. I, I was looking the other day um, at the world of cryptocurrencies and, and associated things around the crypto space. And, uh, you know, I saw some of the values of those assets or those things you could invest in changing 25% in 24 hours. 25% down in 24 hours. Do you have the capacity to handle that emotionally? And more importantly, do you have the capacity to handle that monetarily? Now, I know there's a lot of people got some strategies around it and that's awesome, okay? But do you want that strategy or not? And it's just to compare to what? I'm not saying they're great, good, bad or indifferent. I'm, I'm teaching you as an investor to ask yourself, Compared to what and what am I looking to achieve in my property investing when we go along, all right? So hopefully everyone understands that one. And then my favorite uh, is this one, according to who? According to who? Uh, I see, hear this all the time. Oh, they, you know, they reckon there's a bubble. They reckon there's a boom. They reckon, uh, you know, the market's going to collapse when JobKeeper finishes. Uh, they reckon... Um, I don't know, rents are going to go down. They reckon interest rates are going to go up. They, 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 they. who the bloody hell is they? Don't ever, ever consume information when it starts with a they, all right? Absolutely terrible idea because you're just consuming ignorance and bullshit, fear and lies, gang, you know, I hope I'm not offending anyone, but I want to make sure I get this message through because it's so important to rationalize for you as a property investor the information that comes out and the information you make decisions on or pay attention to. Don't ever do a they thing, okay, they reckon. The RBA, the Royal, the, the Bank of Australia, uh, ANZ, uh, just a random reporter for a newspaper. And if, I, if we were to rank sources of information, reporters would be the worst, right? I would be, I ignore them. I ignore them. I, I think they're random. I, I don't think they add any value whatsoever, sadly, these days, uh, to us as property investors, okay? Um, they just serve to write silly headlines that are emotive uh, and uh, stir people up. Okay, in two, two, two ways, the wrong way. Just 
create fear and then create FOMO, okay? And I think both of them are terrible for the property market um, as we go along. According to who? I hear this one all the time. I've lost money. I bought this property and I lost money. According to who? No, you haven't. Have you sold the property? No. Okay. Uh, well, a local real estate agent said they couldn't sell it for what I bought it for. And you're going to, and you think that the bloke at Ray White has any interest in giving you accurate information about your wealth? Are you kidding me? Wake up, people. <laughs> really? The bloke at Ray White doesn't give a rat's ass about you. They have no interest in giving you fair, accurate information. That agent, and I'm not having a go at them personally, that agent wants one thing. They want a property to sell. And if they can make you feel afraid, let down, uh, disappointed, you will sell the property and you'll probably get them to sell it far cheaper right, than the market would pay because they know if they can disappoint you and talk you down, you'll let them sell the property easily. They'll make a commission. They don't Listen, do the math, gang. Do the math. If the agent was to sell the property for $500,000 or $550,000, what's the difference in the commission? What's the difference in the commission to that agent, okay? Um, let's, talk about, let's talk about that. According to who? According to a local agent who just got his license or you know, is desperate for a listing uh, or hasn't sold properties at that value ever before, gang, we have to be way more disconcerting when it comes to our information and how we make decisions. We have to be smart because, listen to me, I'm telling you right now, um, no one else cares. No one else is going to be there when you're 60 or 65 going, oh, sorry, sorry, Bob, you know, sorry, Alison, sorry, Yasmin, you know, sorry, Tanya. Uh, you know, when I, I said to you that property, you know, uh, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, you know, wasn't worth it. It was rubbish. It was, it was you know, the market was going to collapse. The, you know, the boom was over. The bubbles here, the interest rates were going to go up. Sorry. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that because now I look, now we look back and that property is worth two, three, four times as much as when you owned it then. No one's, no one's going to be there at 65 or 70 going, sorry. Okay, why listen to them, gang? Don't listen to them. Start to get the discipline, the mental discipline for you as a property investor to ask these questions. Compared to what? According to who? Um, and make sure you get good info um, as you roll in. Because there are plenty of people uh, making progress when it comes to investing. There are plenty. Uh, PRE's style and opinion and um, experience is not the only experience in the marketplace, but you've got to find a source, like Alison said here, um, and that's why she signed up with Positive and, and, and our mentoring program, because that was the source of information, that was the pace, that was the energy, that was the style that resonated with Alison. Now, I know there's a, a bunch of people um, out there in the marketplace who uh, do development stuff, uh, who do renovation stuff, okay? And you can be very successful at those things too. Just understand what it takes to be successful at those things, the effort and the time and the money. 
um, as you go along. Find a place and a space and double down on that and understand how to analyze things as you go as a property investor. So hopefully that made sense, gang. You know, uh, compared to what? According to who, okay? Uh, I was, <laughs> this blows me away, blows me away. Get this, this, this is a true story straight from one of our clients yesterday. We were chatting to her and um, a shout out to you if you're listening. She lives in Launceston. She lives in Launceston. And um, uh, she said she had a, a, a relative or a friend, one of the two, I can't remember exactly, that came from Sydney, went to Launceston and bought a $700,000 property in Launceston. Now, gang, personally for me, oh, kidding me? Launceston's got 100,000 people. Imagine you took that budget, $700,000, and you took it to, let's say, Newcastle. Newcastle's a cracking spot. Let's say you took it to Melbourne. Melbourne's a cracking spot. Let's say you took it to Brisbane. Brisbane's a cracking spot. Let's say you took it to, I don't know, Perth. What could you buy for $700,000 in those cities that range anywhere from a million to five million people? Economic powerhouses of their positions and locations. Or you go down to Tasmania, and not even in the capital city, a secondary city, which is super small, and invest $700,000. Now, I wonder how they got to that decision. I would love to know. I guarantee they didn't do it compared to what? I compared to what? Anyway, there you go. So it's interesting, gang. You know, ultimately, once you know the nuts and bolts, you know, the one plus one equals two, and, you know, to make it three, you do this and all those sorts of things in this game, um, it's about keeping your wits about you. It's about keeping your noggin on straight, okay, um, and keeping yourself uh invested and focused on your medium to long-term goals in the game of property investing. But anyway, there you go. Listen, gang, uh, tonight, before we wind up, we have Wealth, Wine and Wisdom, myself and Andy Fenton from Fenton Financial. I'm yelling, I don't know why. Hopefully you can hear me. <laughs> I just get a bit excited on this stuff. Uh, myself and Andy Fenton on Fridays. Andy Fenton from the world of banking, shares, uh, and financial planning uh, over 20 years, worked in London, New York, Australia, amazing guy, uh, and myself in the property space 20 years. We get together each Friday, Friday now, we're back on Fridays, and we do a thing called Wealth, Wine and Wisdom, where we have a glass of wine on a Friday and debrief the week of what's going on in our two worlds, and we do a little bit of teaching uh, and have a bit of fun. So uh, if you want to join us, we're going to kick it off, gang, at 4 p.m. Uh, now that's going to be our, our time we kick off. We used to kick off at 5, but it's a bit, bit challenging with the fam and, and that sort of stuff on a Friday evening. So 4 p.m., if you can make it, that would be awesome. Uh, keep an eye out. Subscribe to you know wherever you're getting this live video from as well. Uh, Andy Fenton and myself, every Friday we do these. We've got some podcasts. As you guys know, this turns into a podcast, or you should. This turns into a podcast. You can get it on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, and uh, 
and you can track the video down, um, the, the visual, if you're listening to it uh, on audio, very easily on our Positive Real Estate TV on YouTube. So you can track that down there, gang, um, if you need to. So um, yeah, there you go. Compared to what? According to who? Two good questions we need to use in, uh, in the right sequence, gang. So all right, gang, hopefully you're all there. Uh, Jeff's in. That's awesome, Jeff. Uh, good to see. Look forward to seeing you there, mate. Um, I know a few of you guys will be there um, as well. Uh, Andy, uh, oh, yeah. Well, you know, I think the old bank shares, um, Alison, they're, uh, they're an interesting one. But again, you know, those are, those are interesting conversations to have when it comes to investing. But I think uh, ultimately, Alison, you'll be okay because there is a lending boom coming. Alison, there's a lending boom coming. And I reckon the banks will benefit from that. But let's ask Andy that question tonight. I think that's a great question. Um, you know, there's fundamentals and there's emotions. And we never want to uh, long-term invest on emotions. We want to long-term invest on fundamentals. But um, there you go. All right, gang. Uh, I'm done and dusted. Just waffling on a little bit now. Hopefully you guys uh, understood or got the message from today. And I uh, look forward to seeing you guys tonight. If you can join me and if you can't join me, uh, and me and Andy uh, and Jeff and Alison, um, then uh, we'll see you guys next week on Monday at 8 a.m. or round about 8 a.m. Uh, each day. We have a little bit of wealth coffee chat and see if we can't uh, make sense of uh, this thing that we're doing called property investing. All right, gang. Have an awesome rest of your day and uh, have a great weekend. Adios. Thank you.